Good evening, good afternoon, and good night. Steady, are you ready? Don't take my song. That's my <laughs> song. That is my that song. Is <laughs> What's got you? Do the PV no, now. No, it's too late now. You just ruined my moment, Chief. <laughs> I'm not gonna well, know. Actually, no, I don't no. want to do the BVs on it. I want to be up front. I want to be Karen Wheeler. I really <laughs> See, I was ready to go, man. I was trying to do my tribute to Karen. Oh, well, you should have. Don't listen to Ace telling us ruining my fun. I'm telling Ace. Don't know what that, what a gem he has in this this voice. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. you played yourself. <laughs> Don't worry, it's all right. One day you all are all gonna know. All gonna know. Anyway, welcome to another episode (laughs) of Two Girls and a Mic. One girl is a teeth. Welcome to another episode (laughs) of Steal My Thunder. That's okay. That is okay because now she gonna learn today. She gonna learn today. But yeah, this is another episode of um, Two Girls and Mic. This is. I think this is episode fifty-four. Fifty-four episodes in. Is that is it? Is that right? I don't know. Ace, is that right? Ace, nobody knows anything. Nobody knows. What, I feel that? like we may be into the 60s. That's how no, I No, no, no. I think it's 54. For really? Real. Yeah, let me just wait. Yeah, it's 54. Okay. Yeah. Welcome. So anyway, welcome. We are back once again. We've got it's more topics and things to discuss. Shazza, what's been going on with you? Ah, <sighs> you know. <laughs> little bit of this. Mm-hmm. Little bit of that. Little right, bit of right, champagne. Right. Little bit of eating. All right. Little bit of... All right. All right. <laughs> Them ones there. Yeah, so a little bit of mm. little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> you sound like a right wheeler and dealer. Who are you, bloody Del Boy? You know what? I've been yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's me. I I I, I see this is one of them things where you just like mm, I'm just in and I'm out and I'm back and I'm forward. Yeah. And I'm... No, I get it, I get it. You know, it gets like that sometimes. Um. So you got a competition coming up, La? I have, I have. In the next two weeks, I will be on the stage for my second competition with the PCA, all the way in Birmingham. Birmingham. And I'm looking forward. I am looking forward to the show, but most of all, I am looking forward to just chowing down. Uh, the last show that I went to, my brother took me to this restu- restaurant, typical diner. Mm-hmm. Can't remember the name of it. It's just one of them chains that are up and down the country. But they had this amazing, oh, amazing Oreo cookie milkshake, which I need to indulge in. Like, I need to just push my face in it and just drink oh everything. <laughs> and the thing, the funniest thing is I haven't had dairy for the longest amount of time. D- so dairy gives me bubble guts. It's going to do to my system. But right now, I don't care. I <laughs> just the thought just of it. it. It's That's fine. how I'm like with ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just know ice cream is going to yeah, mess me up. But it's I'll fine. Just, I'll, I'll, just I'll, I'll suffer it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But um, it's funny because he ordered the Oreo um, I, um, milkshake and I ordered another milkshake, which had some butterscotch thing, which was nice. Mm-hmm. And he was like, here, here, taste mine, taste mine. This is me. Oh, sweet Jesus. I had half of mine and then I finished his one. <laughs> And then I had like a burger and french fries. And my mum was like, are you done? I was like, no, I'll have wings to go. I think I'm ready to stop. No, I was good. But at that point, you know, obviously milkshake can fill you up in it. So I actually had enough. And funny enough, after that, I thought I was going to be eating like crazily throughout the week after that. But I didn't. I kind of kind of went back to eating clean, but a lot more of it rather Mm. than what I'm on now, which is everything is just measured down to the gram. So 
right I just now. don't know how you do it, Laura. I'm, I'm just like on four liters of water a day. And like, that's good though. Yeah, which is cool. Like I'm used to drinking a lot of water anyway, so that's not the hard bit. But my thing is like food. I need to. Just well, have you it. saw me polish off these fat chips. Yeah. I got here and I was like, I just fancy some <laughs> fat chips. I was like, great, Cheryl. <laughs> thank you. I just need some fat. My chips. girl just wanted to eat in front of me. And oh, the chip shouts out to the chip shop that we oh, went the to. Oh, chip shop was lively. It was nice. It's called. I think it's called Mr. Fish. Yeah, Queen's yeah. Park. Shout out. The Mr. lady Fish. in the shop was so nice and Badia. You know, I know you look at someone, was... yeah, and you just know you've been cooking since birth, innit? Yeah. The, yeah. You know what? Everything in there looked good, but all I really needed was, was a chip. Yeah. So shouts so out to Mr. When when my comp is over, I might have to pay you a little visit and just have some some nice fat chips i hope your cod is good because i like a good oh cod. the cod but it did look good though is it nice and crispy yeah like, not it oily, really well done butter, just yeah. really nice and not soggy on the bottom just nice Ooh. and like oh i could do it. let me stop talking about food because i I'm, I'm i'm messing myself up so yeah two weeks 22nd of october i'm in birmingham pca and my um what's my category is called bikini trains which mm-hmm. basically means that I'm a bikini body girl <laughs> but Go i'm gonna girl. have like some muscularity but not too too much so wow. yeah so yeah so that's that's me like it like it a lot okay what are we talking about this week so today we are talking about and this particular subject i didn't even have on the brain until somebody messaged me in my snaps mm-hmm. about um last week's show did they go down in your dms they didn't. I sent a, a generic snap to everyone about our show last week. Okay. And then he was like, I hope you're not talking about black, black male privilege on, 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 this sh- on the show. <sighs> and I was like, actually, I wasn't. But being <sighs> as you mentioned it, we'll talk about it today <laughs> then, shall we? Being as it's on your heart, it you really wasn't on my brain at all. You but you brought it up. That one. <laughs> he was like, oh, damn, damn, damn. He goes, it's not even a thing. I don't know why. I don't know what you black women are doing and why you're bringing it up. And I don't think it's fair that you're giving us labels that we give to white people. You shouldn't be doing that. And I'm like, okay, so what is it about about it that actually offends you he's like i just don't like the terminology i don't think it's right so you're offended by by the word i goes you know you sound like you sound like how white people sound when we say you have your white privilege and you use it and it benefits you're racist and you get upset about it that's what you sound like to me Mm. and he was like but what do you what do you mean you just sound like you know you're doing your feminism thing and i'm like i'm not i'm just saying that there are certain privileges that black men have and when we talk about our issues at times you are very very dismissive of what we're going through and Mm -hmm. i find it ironic given the fact that you know you know we're from a community of people who for centuries have had their issues dismissed so when black women are coming to you and saying we have specific issues that affect us to you to me me as a black woman coming to you as a black man you should you shouldn't be dismissive because yeah. you understand and know fully what it is like to have your issues dismissed by by a group a, a group that's in that's, that has power over you essentially. So I, I don't understand why why you keep fighting this thing. Like the things that we're mentioning, I definitely feel like there's a disconnect things. sometimes between, unfortunately, mm. between like black men and black women in terms of understanding the respective issues that each definitely subgroup kind has. of goes through yeah. and quote unquote suffers and i think that disconnect makes it difficult for um just because we're talking about this subject i'm going to say it makes it difficult for men to kind of take on board when we when we kind of like say 
certain things affect us particularly. Mm. I just feel like um, it's not necessarily a, a, um, a pill that's accepted mm. by black men because they are... And I'm just saying it this way around because yeah. we're talking about it this way around, but they're kind of like caught up with the things that afflict them society. I think that's what it is. And I think we're not saying that what you're going through isn't happening. We know that it's happening. And the reason why we know is because more than enough of you have said it. You know, if more than enough of you are saying it, then clearly there has to be an element of truth. We've got brothers, we've got sons, we've got dads, we've got black men around us that tell us the same thing all the time. We can see it. It affects us as well. And what we're saying to you is there are specific issues that affect us. And when we tell you about them, what we expect is support. We don't expect you to turn around and tell us, no, that's not a thing. No, that doesn't happen. No, 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 no. Because that's Mm -hmm. why we turn around and say to you, because it is not your experience and you Mm -hmm. don't have to suffer that. Therefore, that in itself is a privilege. You don't have to go through those things. Mm. Truly. And that's what it is. And for you to turn around and be like, oh, you know, it's it's white feminism that's made you look like this. It's like, no, it's not. It's literally, it's happening to us. It's got nothing to do with white feminism because white feminists ain't going through what we're going through. And that's the whole dismissive bit that I'm talking about as well. Yeah, and that's like when, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This subject's kind of depressing because it just, it just immediately it makes me divide, think of, right? yeah, the, the, the disconnect between, um, and I don't know if it's, it's just, maybe it's just the communication disconnect. Mm. I between... think the word privilege is a, is a trigger because obviously black men, you know, they're affected in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And when your back is up, up against the wall, you can't see that you have a certain amount of privilege, especially if you're from an oppressed group. Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Like, what, what? I'm a black man and, you know, this happens to me and that happens to me and blah, blah, blah. And nobody's Yeah, how can that. I be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we're not, I'm not discounting any of that at all. I would never do so. But what I'm saying to you is, is that these are things are happening to us. So I expect as a black woman, I should be able to turn around and tell you of all people about that. I don't want to have to deal with being dismissed by white people who run everything and then Mm. having to be dismissed by my black male counterpart Mm. because I'm going through going through issues and you're just telling me no yeah like I'm not mad the same way you're not mad when you're saying that you know I get stopped by the police on a regular just for driving in the car just because I am you know it's the same thing and if you're if you're that black man that's offended by that maybe you need to check your offense what about it is what about it is it that offends you so much is it Mm. because you don't recognize the fact that we have these issues or you're offended at the fact that black women actually have the nerve to say that and we're saying that you know what you're going through doesn't matter. But it doesn't. It's not. It's I, that's the thing. I don't understand why some people think us talking about things that afflict us personally mm. is in any way maybe diminishing or ignoring what they may be going through. Yeah, it's not that. It's just like we are out here suffering too. And I think it's maybe because guys sometimes an, a, an, a response to it is often like guys will say, "Well, it's easier for you to maneuver this mm. world because you're a woman. You thing. can get on in workplaces better. You can. Um, you're not seen as threatening. And actually, actually, mm. some of those things aren't true mm. because." You know, the whole thing about always being seen as the angry black woman or, you know, if you're passionate about your job, sometimes that comes across as it's aggressive. Yeah, aggressive and 
you know, you may think that we have an easy time waltzing into jobs, maybe, but you don't realize that in those jobs, I wish we I then could waltz in and just be like, ah. But even when you are in a job, then having to, you know, the microaggressions that we talk about mm. um, on that happen to us on a daily basis are still prevalent. So, do you know what I mean? The things that maybe even are perceived as as black women benefits mm. or benefits that black women have, you know, aren't actually aren't maybe that real mm. to us. Mm. You know, the ones that you think we're having a great time of it all. So I think it still just comes down to I don't know, just the communication, maybe. Yeah. It's interesting. I, would, I I did like a little little experiment at my gym one time. I was talking to friends of mine, three friends, in fact. Mm-hmm. We were just having a, a discussion about the differences between black men and black women and blah, blah, blah. And it kind of went on. So, um, and somebody made the comment in regards to, because obviously I'm from, from Brixton, from the ends, like, yeah, you don't strike me as a typical um, Brixton, Brixton black girl. I was like, what the hell, what does that, what mean? Does that mean? What does that even mean? And he was like, oh, no, because you kind of talk like like you've got sense or something like oh. that. I'm just like, what, what does that mean? I goes, do you know any girls in Brixton who are just like me, the same education as me or, or a better one, like just amazingly articulate and just know what they're talking about? You just don't know them because the particular girls that you roll through, uh, uh, roll with maybe don't have you know the, the I think it's totally says it totally says that about him that right. comment totally says that about and him and like what he was trying to say was like some of the things that I was talking about in regards to the differences between black men and black women like he doesn't hear it from the girls that he he's with so I'm like well maybe you need to need to get out there more I'm like they're out there and like they're out in your area as well you don't need to venture too too far like I'm not the only one in Brixton that lives that you know that is knowledgeable about certain things so I said to him and he was like, and then he just started making all of these different um, comments in regards to, you know, what black men go through, blah, blah, blah. And I just said, I'm not denying that you go through that. I know that you go through that. I know people personally that, that that's gone through that. And I'm sure a lot of the black women that you know are aware of this. And he mm. was like, yeah, yeah, they know, they know, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I goes, are you aware of the issues that black women go through on a daily? And he just look, looked at me like blank stare. I was like, give me five issues that affect black women specifically. Mm. Couldn't give me one. Really? Was like, um, um, um. And I'm like, you can't give me one, like one specific issue. Even that... a generalized one. No, he couldn't. I think I goes, would it, would it have been easier if I said to you, give me five issues that affect black people specifically? Mm. He said, yeah. And he said, you know, he could have just reeled them off. But because I broke it down to black women, I goes, do you realise that's because you think that black women don't go through any issues? You couldn't even come up with one out yeah. of five. That's kind of gross. Yeah. Wow. And he was like, and he had to think about it. And I goes, and this is, a, I said, this is the thing that irks me the most about, about black men. It's like, you want us to kind of be your support system. Mm-hmm. You want us to do all of these things and everything. But we need to be able to turn to you with our issues and with support as well. Mm. And if you don't know our issues, then how, what kind of support are you going to be? True that. It doesn't make any sense. True that. True that. I can't believe yeah. he couldn't even He's name not one. one. Not one. I think w- one that he I'm did. Gonna ask that que- I'm going to pose yeah. that question. One that he did name was, again, was an issue that was like relevant to just black people in general. I think it was like incarceration. 
Right. right. Okay. And I'm like, well, that I said those stats are actually high with black men and black women as well. It's yeah. not just black men. Yeah. I was like, did you know that? He was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. I was just Stop. like, oh, fuck. I'm going to think. I'm going to, I'm no, going to. you should. I think it's a really interesting question. I'm going to actually ask more black men. Do you know at least five things that are specific to black women in terms of how our black our black experience yeah yeah um um and that's what you're gonna get because they don't know i'll pose the same question to black women five things that are specific to black men that affects them and i i i will be the first one to say that i feel like black women will actually be able to answer that question better than black men yeah yeah no doubt i, I have no doubt about that and that's really sad and i think that's where the disconnect is so if you're offended and you know what do you know what to be honest with you Mm. lack of awareness of your opposite numbers Mm. issues is a fucking privilege Mm, mm. that that right there that's privilege if if you can if you're living in this world with us yeah and yet you have no idea of the things that affect us. That's privilege. Man, it's sad. I was like, I need to end this conversation. I came here for a workout and I'm talking to you <laughs> a lot about name me five things. Blah, 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 and you're like standing looking in my face like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end this one yeah. here. Let's so move on. Something on. more positive. So, to the guy that was messaging me today saying, you're going to talk about, yes, listen to what we've said. Yeah. Can you name me five things? Mm. Probably not. But anyway, moving on. So another question that was posed. Like, after a certain age, if you're still single, should you be prepared to just settle for less than what you want in a partner? Does this rule, does this rule, it's not even a rule, but does this kind of apply to both men and women? I mean, if, if you want to, mm. if you're so inclined to, mm. but then how much do you really rate your own happiness? For real. If you're going to do that. Because, settle, say say it again. Say exactly okay. what you said again. So, after a certain age, if you are still single, should you be prepared to just settle for less than what you want in a yeah, partner? Yeah, so that's the bit I was, I was coming. Settle for less. Yeah. So, say want. like you have a checklist of things. No, for sure. I get, I get the concept. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. just thinking that less, it depends on that, what that less, less is. is. Because you, you've got to be... I think you've got to be strategic and you've got to be you've got to be careful about where you place yourself because mm-hmm. you can settle for less in the sense that look I what I was only going to date guys who were 63 and over right but now I'm going to cut that down to I will be prepared to date somebody who's like 510 <laughs> upwards mm. that kind of less really in the long run is not going to affect your happiness although at first you may think oh my god i can't deal with all these (laughs) five ten guys rounding up and telling me they're six foot and when i meet them they're not look down on them and wear my heels and i can't right so all of that but you know if if you're settling for less is um i never really wanted to be with somebody who who didn't have a job to take an extreme example 
but now because I'm older and my chances are, you know, I can see them flying right past me. I'm going to settle with some jobless dude mm. just to be, you know, just to say that I've got someone. But then, you know, the, obviously you can see the pitfalls of that, where that's going to lead to. So it depends what the less is. It depends what yeah. you what you said you wanted and where you can compromise that. Because I think what should happen as people get older, not just because of, oh, I'm not with someone, I'm not with someone, or I'm single, but because of, you know, you're just getting more mature. Mm. You kind of look at things that maybe were on your list of must-haves. And there must come a time where you realise that, this is foolishness. Are, Why these, did I yeah. this? <laughs> are these are these things actually imperative to my <laughs> happiness or the longevity or the healthiness of a relationship? Or are these things just things that I think are kind of cute? Yeah. Do you understand what mm-hmm. I mean? No, I, I get you. I totally get you. I think it's interesting that um, I think with men, they have a better, not better choice, but they have they have what's the words i'm looking for i think they're less they can they can be as pe- they can be more picky i think uh, i feel us- like women have to think about certain things a lot sooner than men do yeah I, I agree with that clock. i agree with that but i don't so know with so with so to cut you so with that i think that's when we kind of start looking at said checklist and start kind of editing. We can we we have to edit sooner than yeah. say men. I would say. I think we. I think. I think. Yeah. I think for that factor, that may lead women to edit sooner. But I don't think that men. Funnily enough, I don't think that men do get a chance to be more choosy i think they mm. have to edit as well mm. because... oh yeah they have to i think everyone does at a certain point i feel like for men they got a little bit more leeway. they've definitely got they've definitely got a bit more leeway but i also think that um with guys the same thing holds true if they you know there's you know muck around too much mm. and then they're just you know out here maybe at a certain age and they're single then it, the reason why it gets more difficult i think is because for me, thinking about guys, yeah. you you almost feel like the older they get, the more they should be bringing to the table. Mm. So if they've reached their kind of plateau <laughs> and they think they're just out here, out here, out here, but mm. you can't be just out here jugging and rolling. And, That's what some of them you mean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you get to a certain You're age. 44, bruv, what are you doing? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What are you... What what's the what's happening? What what is this? What are we trying to say today? What is so there has to if if they're still on the if they're still on the upward trajectory then mm. yeah I would say that um, to a certain extent they can still um, be a bit picky and a bit choosy yeah but if they're not if they've reached their point their peak and they all have to know within themselves what their peak is yeah, yeah. and and where they see themselves going for that then I think I think it's I think it's the same for both sexes, to be honest with mm. you. I think mm. it's the same for both sexes. I don't know if I think that way, though. No. Yeah, I, I think d- it's the same at all. 
Because I'm I think, just thinking I about... Think what, I think what, what, what the, the thing that degrades over time mm. or the thing that the opposite sex would say degrades over time for the others, the others is what they bring to the relationship. Mm. So for for women, you've identified that, okay, they're going to be thinking maybe about their biological clock mm. and stuff like that. But, you know, when you think about it, men have to think about that to a certain extent, to a certain extent as well. Mm. Because ain't nobody want no old, <laughs> old sperm. Mm. <laughs> Just know what I'm saying. But then at the same time, when you're, if a man's getting on in age, aren't you, is, I don't know, aren't the expectations upon him going to be greater? I don't know. I think maybe. I they, think so. I, think, I, think, I think it's different in terms of how we would think about it. Yes. I think women think more on the lines of kids. Mm-hmm. And I think men think more on the lines of like, I don't want to be by myself at a particular age or a particular point in my life. Or they get to a certain point where they see that their friends around them mm. all getting married and they're like, oh, rah, wait, what's, what's, what's happening here? And then something clicks. Mm. It, with, like, for me, I think it's just different in, in the way that we process where we should be. Right, right. Yeah, no, yeah. I can, I can, I can maybe agree with that. But I think if if to give a short answer to mm. a long question, should um, somebody settle for less, I think they should just be more more realistic and also reevaluate themselves. Mm. So let's 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 say this. I so say like like a guy who like let's let's just say like he's in his thirties mm -hmm. and you know he's always had his checklist as like yeah my wife has to be you know this particular height her body needs to be banging she needs to be able to cook she needs to be able to do this that and the third blah 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 and then he meets somebody and let's just say one thing of the the one thing on the checklist isn't there like she can't cook let's just say that mm -hmm. Do you think he would be prepared to be like, oh, okay, then she can't cook, that's fine. Or would he be like, more inclined to be like, nah, I need to find all of my... But that's what I'm saying. That so that's where, that is where there needs to be a bit of self-reflection. Right. Because this is what I'm talking about, the setting in for less. Because mm. when you get to your 30s, you've got to ask yourself, you got, you should be mature enough to be able to mm. ask yourself, is the fact that she can't cook, is that imperative is that important? to the happiness and that, and the health I'm and the longevity of some the relationship guys at that age are still talking like that and saying nah this needs to be on the list this can't mm. be but this if i mean like, but no but if and i'm thinking like you at the age of 35 you should be able to like mm, whatever do you know what i mean we'll get a takeout or whatever whatever no, 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 but what this is what i'm saying I can learn or it might yeah. be it might be so imperative to them because they might be looking for Mumsy. <laughs> uh, no, they might be looking for a stay-at-home wife. wife. That might be one of their must-haves. Mm. They might want, you know, a big family. So, you know, mm. five or more children. And they it might be in their head that I want it to be, I want my children to be how maybe me and my siblings were mm. raised mm. to just create an example whereby my mum was at home, she would cook for us. So maybe if they met someone that couldn't cook, it doesn't fit in with that. Mm. It doesn't fit in with that um, ideal. Deal. 
And that might be why. But if it's just because I've created this checklist because it looks good and the woman's got to mm. cook and she's got a and there's not real there's not really any thought behind it, then I'm I'm not really sure why you would get to thirty, find a good pack, mm. package, so to speak, in a woman and might she might be like, I can't cook and you don't see that that's not really yeah. that's that shouldn't necessarily maybe be a her, maybe her offense. other qualities are so outstanding that have you ever thought to yourself, actually it doesn't matter that she can't cook because I like all of these other things about her so much more that it's fine. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm expecting mm. it to get to. Or like oh, I, said, I agree. I'm, I'm expecting that, but I'm hearing some things and I'm just like, oh my God, you're like 30, mid thirties coming up to your forties. And you're still talking to me like an 18, you're sounding to me rather like yeah. an 18 year old, which is troubling. But I hear what you're saying. Like at that point, same for women as well. At certain points in your life, you need to be able to say like, look, I'm all right. Not having this. Yeah because this thing in a man or in a spouse means more to me than that. I'm cool not having that. Yeah, and life experience should tell you that, you know, maybe those kind of things, the kind of things that we all had on our list, you know, when we were, like, younger. Mm. Again, I just keep going back to it. Are those things imperative to the happiness, the healthiness, the functionality and the longevity of a relationship? If you ask yourself that, then you can ask yourself the same question when deciding, can I knock that thing off my list? And that's why I say sometimes when you say settle for less, it depends what the less is. Yeah, there's a lot of less out there. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of less. Don't I know it? Anyway, let's let's move on. I've got two ones got to go. One I actually found, shouts out to Madame Noir. Um, dot com because um, I was reading an article that they wrote and I just I was actually cackling as I was reading it mm-hmm. in the office. So we, uh, and the the other one is basically in regards to what movie would you not like to see the sequel to? Now I wrote this because. I don't know if you know, but apparently um, coming to America, coming to America, they mm-hmm. might be doing a part two. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel I about that. I think that's that. risky business. Yeah, I just like I don't know, Eddie. Mm. Sure about this? Mm. It's risky business. It is because it's such a classic. Not just because it's such a classic, but because so much time has passed. Yeah, as well. yeah. And the way like think comedies are done like nowadays, like I don't know, like I don't know if it will have the, same... the same the same soul of it, right? Yeah, I yeah. just feel like. Mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to doubt Eddie. Like, you know, he comes through when, when you know, he's a comedic genius. You can't deny that. But yeah, so I've got that. And then the second one is, because we haven't got a letter, I thought we'd do this. And I'm going to give you five options to pick because it's mm-hmm. such a long list. So we'll just do five. Mm-hmm. So basically, which is the worst thing you could ever say to your partner? So I'm going to give you five different sayings And I have here. to rate them. And in... you have to... Yeah, which Worst is just a, to best. A, an absolute no-no. Okay, so they're all, one, they're all, we... they're all terrible. Oh god. But... Okay, so which one? Are, what? What are we doing first? Okay, so we'll do the movie one first. Yeah, of one's gotta of, go. Yeah, of one's gotta oh, go. One's gotta go. Oh, <laughs> one's gotta go. Oh, okay. Uh, uh. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, so this is basically what you would not like to see the sequel to. Okay, mm-hmm. so the mm-hmm. first one obviously is coming to America. Mm-hmm. The second one is set it off. The third one is love and basketball. The fourth one is Mo Better Blues. Fifth Mo Better Blues again with um, Denzel Washington and um, and he plays a trumpet. 
with Wesley Snipes is in it. Have you not seen that? It's forgettable. No, it's dope. You don't need to watch it again. It's so good. And um, have you seen it? I think I have. It sounds forgettable. You need to watch it again. I, when you watch I, feel, it, you I already like, feel oh, like snap. I know the answer to the question. So anyway, um, next one is... You should have put classics only. That is a frigging classic. No. Ace no. is laughing at you. No. Ace, is it a classic? No. Thank you. There you go. No. <laughs> you're just going to have to... You're going to watch it one day. You're going to be like, I feel like such a mug I right don't now. Want to, no, because I don't want to see... I already don't want to see the thing to it. I don't want to see the, um, the sequel. sequel to it. But you haven't seen the first one. I have seen it. Oh, I've seen see it. it. That's okay. what I'm saying. So I don't want. I I already feel like I don't really want to okay. see. Okay. All right. So the the fifth one is New Jack City. Sixth one is Baby Boy, and the last one is Waiting to Excel. Oh come on, man! Go through okay. them again. So coming to America, say it off, love and basketball, Mo Better Blues, New Jack City, Baby Boy. Waiting to it was excel. That, it's that middle passage. Mo mm. Better Blues. Yeah. New Jack City. Baby Boy. New Jack City. No, no I'm going to take New Jack City off the list. Baby Boy. <laughs> I don't want to see no damn sequel. <laughs> Waiting to excel. Waiting to excel. Of course I want to see sequel. Do you know I'm laughing? Because Tyrese a couple of months ago was talking about how he wants a sequel of Baby oh, Boy. Oh, come on, man. Like, why? Let's <laughs> not, not go too far. <laughs> Yeah, Mo Better Blues and um, Baby Boy, those ones. Nah, okay, so right. those two can I come can off. I can completely live without them. Okay, you can live with So we've crossed those off. So we've got Waiter to Excel, yep. New Jack City, Love and Basketball, Set It Off, Coming to America. So take this another one. Not... Take another one off. I don't want to see the sequel to. Okay. I don't want to see the sequel to New Jack City. Okay. Can we anyway? Because then they kill Nino Brown at the end. But this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Some films self-encapsulate themselves yeah there's no need because my next one that's going to come off after that is set it off yeah because they all died that's it? what i'm Apart saying one. okay cool so there's love and basketball yeah and then why isn't brown sugar on there do you want to see a sequel to brown sugar yep I defo don't. i i want to see i want to see a sequel to love and basketball yeah i want to see a sequel to Brown sugar, although I don't know how it would be formulated, but as of last yeah. week, I'm going to stop overthinking the things that you post. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to that. I was like, what is wrong with you? We're not in court now. Just pick a, pick a just movie. Just pick a movie. Any movie. You don't have to go back to Hansard and start discussing what the law was going to be about. God. What was my motivation for this? I couldn't. No, you know what it was? It wasn't what was my motivation. I was thinking, right, that you're asking me... We're what busy. movie role do I want to be in? So I'm thinking, but you're asking me like the movie role is going to be as enjoyable as what the viewer oh sees. Oh my God. Like, that's going to be a lot of hard work for me. <laughs> it's going to be green so screen. Like, I'm looking at her like, is she all right today? Why is she doing this? <laughs> right right okay, okay, right. So um, where were we? <laughs> so I want to see, what do I not want to see a sequel to? Out of this list here, for me, boy, I tell you, he's got to go, baby boy. It's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Where are we going with that? Where are we going with that storyline? Tyra's been getting on my nerves. This, let me just tell you anyway. something. So let me that tell you just something. Makes it even doubly more. I don't want to see your face. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to see your face. I don't want to hear your voice. Yeah. I don't want to see your teeth. But you know what? I was watching it 
the other day um, baby boy yeah and i, I was snoops in it yeah and i was really laughing at his role <laughs> he plays a really shitty character wait one even... of those shitty funny like you laugh at them but you're like you know like if i met you in real life i'd run from you but um that was the only thing i found entertaining but and obviously taranji was yeah amazing in yeah it. yeah and then i was just like I would never want to see it. I don't, Tyrese, why nah. would you put it out there into the... I wouldn't. It doesn't... Air, like, it would happen. So, if I had to see... Yeah, if I had to see a sequel to any of these, I would watch them begrudgingly. But I definitely never in life want to see a baby boy too. <laughs> never in life? No. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you on that. <laughs> never in life. Especially because Tyrese would eggs himself into it Do you know what eggs I mean? he wouldn't even let some new upcoming thing play something <laughs> he'd be exiting himself no, there going at the main rock. role did, I know, did, don't did mind him because don't the rock has him. got um he plays what's the name of the guy i thought i thought it was fast and furious family yeah i guess not shut up tyree your How film is still being made what is the problem like because Gosh. rock is has got an opportunity here so what he must wait until you decide or until something happens to you before you can make his money he's a bitch like, ass trick i'm like rock why don't you just slam him like we've got the wwe move just slam him just shut up shut God. up every day know, on that set no but then you fight. know he'd be on he'd be on some hospital bed saying hashtag prayers up <laughs> some long I'm, st- I'm still here man i'm still here <laughs> barely long... somebody plug out his machine <laughs> jesus Vex, you know, and all it is is that I feel like he just wants a role in in the. I think it's the Hobbs movie because um, the Rock plays Hobbs in the Fast and Furious franchise. That's his I character name. I might have seen one of them. So yeah, so he plays like a police officer in there. Mm. He's been in like maybe four of them, mm. and his character is called Hobbs. So they're mm-hmm. doing like a spin off, mm. an entire movie mm. of the Rock as Hobbs. That's his Why? thing. Why? What's wrong with that? So Tyrese is upset because what Because they is, never span him off. No, what <laughs> they did was they pushed back the release date of the Fast and Furious 9. And because of that, I think it's fucked up his money a bit. <laughs> oh, so he wrote this long essay to The Rock saying, just basically chatting shit and saying how, you know, it's the family first of the Fast the fast family first oh, before anything, up. blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I'm going to need Tyrese's oh, wife to do? I'm going to need her break. to log him out just, of Instagram. Could you just tape his mouth up or something? It's please. his fingers. It's them, them, them. Take Twitter, his phone. Insta fingers. Anything. I don't want to have this conversation. It's like... Oh, him Tyrese, and Donald Trump. If you just want a role in the Hobbs movie, just ask him for it. That's all you got to do. I'm sure he'll try and accommodate you in some way just to shut you up. Yeah, he does too much. Fuck. Enough. So no baby boy too. No, 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 no. So anyway, so the other one's got to go is this one, which is... It's not even one's got to go. It's, it's what is, what, which is the worst thing you could ever say to your partner? Right. So I'm going to give so you... So I have to rate these from one to five. No, I'm going to give you an, an option of five. I'm going to say the same. I'm going to give you five different ones. Mm-hmm. And you have to tell me which one you think is an absolute cannot leave your mouth. Bearing in mind that all but of you these... you said all of them. Are these are all awful, but you have to pick the worst one. Okay. Okay. So... <laughs> the first one is I don't even like the way you just laughed because it just sounds like it's going to be <laughs> because awful because when I was reading them one by one I was cackling in oh god go on I picturing myself saying it to my father go like, on him saying it to me and it just being a fucking mess <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm scared already. Okay, so the first one is, <laughs> you saved my life. I couldn't live without you. Okay. Why That's would that be bad to say? Hold on, hold on. Your problem <laughs> is that one. That's, That's one. one right. right. Your problem is not a big deal. <laughs> I don't believe in your business idea. My parents slash friends agree with me on your flaws. <laughs> I had a sex dream about somebody else. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me just read the whole thing. You just pick one out of them. I had a dream you cheated on me. This is more than five. Oh yeah, I'm gonna keep. I'm just gonna do all of them, and you just just remember them all. I don't know. One if of I them. Can. One of them's gonna stand out to you more than anything. Do you want me to start again? Yeah. Okay. Okay, you you saved my life. I couldn't live without you. Your problem is not... Well, if the man actually saved your life, then what's wrong with saying, you saved my life? Like, maybe he pushed you out of the way of a speeding car. You then, saved and my then life. And then that would be true. But more times, certain people are saying that. And it's like, we just got married. That's all. Oh, come off it. That's you know. foolishness. You're not going to say that for that. Some okay, go on. Do, though, go on. Go on, go on. You saved my life from what? You I, that's what I'm saying. That's not... That's, yeah, okay. I don't get so, it. Okay, so you saved my life. I couldn't live without you. Your problem is not a big deal. That's. Let me just stop you on that one. Because that's very dismissive. Right. Because if the person has described it to you as a problem, mm. I think what you shouldn't say is it's not a big deal. Right. What you could probably say to make it sound better is we can get through this or I think I may have a solution for that mm-hmm. or I can help you with that or don't worry, babe, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But your problem is not a big deal. Sounds hella dismissive. Right. Black privilege. Ooh, black, black so <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't really like that one so far. Okay. Um, I don't believe in your business idea. My parents slash friends agree with me on your flaws that's a bit you shouldn't really say that right because that just means that you've been all out there discussing chatting chatting yeah i had a sex dream about somebody else lord that can go to i mean that i mean no 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 because in the (laughs) in the confines (laughs) (laughs) it's noisy ace there in the confines of a Happy Had and healthy. About yes, else. yes. Listen to me. Hear me out. Mm. In the confines of a happy and healthy relationship, where you know you can talk freely about certain things, saying you had a sex dream about someone is just the doorway to a conversation it doesn't what if, mean what if, what if the, the the someone was like a close friend nah don't start saying it i'm thinking more like if it's a celebrity <laughs> but that's what i'm saying like that could like that that shit has legs you know Not like yeah if it's a celebrity then it's fine if it's like it's the woman that's Sharon. opposite me at work yeah. listen <laughs> you see <laughs> it can get political because he could be like oh babes i had a I had a sex dream about um I don't know, Rihanna. And, then you, and like, then you were cool with it. So he thought, oh, she's cool with me. I mean, like, was I saying that to her? And then, <laughs> like, was come, I in it? Was I in it? And then, no, like, babe, no, just Rihanna. And then, like, a couple of months later, oh, babe, I had a sex dream about your mate, Sharon, who works. Ne- he, he, like, Look at my face. What? 
And then like you're pulling that face and he's thinking, but I thought we were cool to like talk about who I've been like fantasizing about. Celebrity. That's what I have in mind. If you're going to start saying about people that we actually know, (laughs) there's, there's part of me that doesn't want to know, but there's part of me that now you've raised it. (laughs) What the hell? What's going on? (laughs) Okay. What's the next one? So the next one is I had a dream. You cheated on me. Ooh. No, that's just telling someone a dream, isn't it? Okay. All right, all right. You look slash sound weird during sex. Oh, my God. You what? You look slash sound weird during sex. That's not nice. I think that's... Oh, I, mm, anyway, that's I not nice. Because actually... that can just bring up a whole host of uncomfortable or insecurities. That's not... A, yeah, that's it's not, not nice. A, I mm, Let me not. That's not a nice <laughs> thing to say. But what if it's true? <laughs> It's, you know what it is? It's the wording. It's like yeah. it's, it's almost like it's not a big but, deal. But like, if somebody has a face, Weird, it's just like during sex. Like how do they? they yeah, but if you describe just as how of how you look, no. But if you describe it. if you describe someone as weird. That's kind of like negative. You can just yeah. say, oh, you make such a funny face. And then it sounds 10 times better. Mm. When you start saying, oh, you sound weird. It just sounds negative. Like right. no one wants to hear that about themselves, especially when they're trying to lay their pipe in. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's not nice. Any more for any more? Yeah. My last boyfriend was a model slash bodybuilder. That is, why are you even going there? Yeah. <laughs> that's just unnecessary. <laughs> That is, that's unnecessary. That one is rating highly in the do not say for me. Right. So keep that stored in your memory banks. I only tolerate your friends. Again, that's not very nice. Mm -hmm. I told you, I was just like, Jesus Christ, there's loads. I need time away from you. That one stings to the fucking core. That is trouble. Because that is like, that's breakup talk right there. I'm like, (laughs) yeah. yeah, that's. That's trouble brewing. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That one just, I think for me, that's one that kind of supersedes all of them, to be fair. Because now you're like actually saying you I don't want to be in my presence. away from you. Unless you're just like, I'm so angry right now. Mm. I can't even like, I just can't yeah. be here right now. But saying like, actually, I just need time away mm-hmm. from you just sounds, whoa, I'd be yeah. like, where did I do? <laughs> and if I'm saying that to someone, like I then it's dude, deep in it. Yeah. Oh god. I'm okay, not, that really I'm not just, feeling oh, you. Oh no. Heartbreaking. So you clearly have baggage in this area. Meaning you have problems in Do you know what it is? It's the wording of all of these. Mm. I just feel like in a relationship you should be able to say lots, basically everything. But it's just about how you say, say it, it because I'm a big believer in communication mm. and honest and brave conversations. I really am. So a lot of this stuff is just the wording that's not okay. Right. So you can bring it up, but just be specific about how you say it. Yeah. Just be careful about how you say okay. it. Be mindful of people's feelings. So I've got four more. Go so on. I've got your style is laughable. Again, that's language. It's language. Yeah. I've got you've put on weight. I don't know how you get around Depends one, how you say it, though. Yeah. It depends how you say it. <clears throat> and, um, you know, with all of these things as well, I think it depends who you're saying it to. Because if, like, there's... You might say that to somebody and it might... If they're not conscious about their weight... Mm. 
then it might not actually be no it might not actually be it'd be like oh really Mm. like wow where like i'm not but if they're really conscious about their weight and you know they're conscious about their weight and you're just throwing it on them oh yeah you've put on weight Mm. that's kind of come on off key yeah. yeah um hold on i did this really crazy thing when i was single I'm already like, huh? <laughs> Why are you telling huh? me this? Huh? I don't even want to know. It's fine. No, because you know what? Do you know what immediately came to my mind? What? Was it Insecure Season 1? What happened? When was Molly scenario? was... Um, was she did she hook up with someone and then the Some guy young said, boy and then the guy said he had a he had an experience with a guy in college yes and then she was just like mm, i can't deal with you yeah yeah that because when that... you're saying i did something really creep mm. what <laughs> whatever you did back then back then you, uh, look look, look. live in the present but do you need and to tell to me future. do you need to tell me because a lot of these things yeah as well you have to think about the person that you're saying it to. yeah because i know me so anyone that's with me needs <laughs> to know me I, is cheryl gonna want to hear this <laughs> or is it gonna freak like, her nah. out is Let it gonna just, yeah yuck her out is it gonna like does she need to hear it because mm-hmm. you know how she gets down <laughs> You know, I'm not talking about myself in third person. I'm literally saying that is the thought process yeah, yeah, yeah. they need to have. That's so, deep. so the last one is I don't know why anyone would say this, but hey, clearly the people are. Um, a lot of men have nude pics of me. Oh my god! A lot of men. I'm. You know what? Literally, I'm reading. This is the article. No, no, you let know. Let me just tell you something. <laughs> let me just tell you something. Yeah. I received that. <laughs> As a man saying it. Yeah. So I was just like, <laughs> the fuck So, okay, mean? so your man says to you, a lot of women have, have nude pics of me. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. And what's a lot of women? Like, we're talking about the whole of South London here. Just even for you to even have to describe it oh, as such. God. I'm not feeling it. Just, uh, so, so the worst one... A lot of them can be, a lot of those mm. could be tweaked, right? For me, it's with I language. need time away from you. That is that's the not, worst That's one not mine, because I me. can imagine a scenario where you're saying it and it might be laced with more kind of like, in this moment, I just, whereas if it was said, it's almost, it's, it's almost worse if it was like said calmly like someone just comes yeah. home from work and like do you know what babe i need time away it's like what that's that's what i'm saying that's breakup scenario yeah. but um one that cannot be tweaked funnily enough is that final one that you just landed on <laughs> a lot of men have nude pics of me <laughs> in what scenario should your man be saying that to you <laughs> i don't know ace you want to elaborate no <laughs> and then if you're and then if you're a guy and your girl saying that, mm. how are you going to work with that? That for me is the worst. Yeah. Oh my God. Last, definitely not least. I was like cackling throughout all of these, but um, it's deep. Clearly everyone should stay, stay away, stay, stay away from any of these. And yeah. like, if like Cheryl said, like, but I think some of them, can, some of them, yeah, some of them can be tweaked. And I'm, like I said, I am a big believer in, you know, so, you know don't spin around say, you look fatty. Like, <laughs> things there, you can't be like, <laughs> no, you know. but you can say to someone who's not concerned necessarily, if it's just an observation or maybe they want you to, 
I don't know. There are some circumstances where you can say it, and it's not, it's not, it's not designed to yeah, hurt. Use tact, like a bit of tact. Man. Yeah, use a bit of tact. Use different tones. Mm. Think about where you are when you're saying it, not when you're getting dressed up for a night out and someone's put on their best dress. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. you're just figuring out, oh, you've put on weight. That's a mood killer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I, mean? so I think it's all about timing. <laughs> place and also you man. you know what it's like they say to us training as lawyers yeah. you've got to know your audience for real you've got to know your tribe who are you who are you addressing mm. think about that person you address, how are they going to receive it mm. but yeah that naked a lot of people have naked pictures of me man or woman saying that it's like Just out there there's a lot of, i'm gonna have to think about Just where we go from here on the cloud <laughs> <laughs> see what i'm saying on the cloud oh lord anyway we're going to wrap this up with our final segment, which is You Are The Light. I want to shout out to Ramel London. Whoop, whoop. She is the newest presenter for Capital Extra. My girl has been grinding oh, wow. for the longest amount of time. I'm so proud of Ramel. I remember she was at Bang Radio and she's gone on to do some amazing things. So yeah. Ramel, this is well and truly deserved. So shouts out to you, mama. Look forward to seeing you doing big and amazing things, which I'm sure you will. So congrats, man. It was a long time, a long time coming. Also news in um, Kid Outhood. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, it's going to be turned into a TV series. I don't know why that's going into the light, though. So um, I'm, I'm pleased gonna be, for I'm going to be controversial about okay, it. Okay, go on then. Can I just tell the people the news first before Ugh. you start, you know, gangbanging them? Yeah, well, that's what it is, though, isn't it? It's just going to be like <laughs> people killing people. Black boys, black boys, black boys. Anyway, it's going to... Bashy's not in it, so let's not... No, but that's what I'm... I'm so glad. Okay, so Lionsgate have teamed up with Noel Clark, Unstoppable, his um, production company is called Unstoppable, to develop and produce nine multiple seasons of eight to ten 60-minute episodes, and Lionsgate will sell the world rights. So, yeah, so what were you going to say? <laughs> Not Can every we give day. it a chance? No, we've seen it. We've seen kid adulthood. We've seen adulthood. What we've the seen the one? next what one that the, come after the that the tri- for the trilogy. Teenage How many, wood. like, is there no other, is there no other material around mm. that we can do? And when I say we, our community and can showcase our community in different lights. I'm tired. I'm bored of it. I ain't rating that one into the light. I'm sorry. And it's nothing against Noel Clark. He's mm. a very hardworking guy. And I love the episode of Who Do You Think You Are that oh he was God, on. Oh, my God. Did you and see that? all the rest of it. I cried my eyes out from beginning yeah, to end. Yeah, but I just, I'm, oh not, I'm, not, I'm not with putting that in the light. We're gonna, we might have to discuss that on another show. Not every day. Not every day, dot, okay. dot, dot. <laughs> Okay, so other TV news or movie news, rather. So, have you watched? Have you seen the movie The First Wives Club with Bette Midler? Yes. Um, who else is in it? Oh God, that that lady, um, uh, Goldie Horn, which I love, and to the other death. lady that often stars Diane um, Diane Keaton. Keaton yeah. yeah. So they're in the original. So this is going to be remade as well, but it's going to be the writer of um, Girls Trip. Her name's Tracy um, Oliver. Mm-hmm. She's going to be rewriting it. So it's going to have a really diverse cast. So it won't be all white, I don't think. It'll be that nice sounds club. good. So I am looking forward to seeing the First Wife Club. I love that movie. Yeah, it's that so sounds funny. good. So um, I actually hope that, because I love um, Bette Davis. Mm-hmm. I hope they like, do, and Goldie Horn actually. I hope they do a little cameo in it or probably. something. I reckon that'd be probably really cool. Will. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Apparently Lapita Nyan goes in talks to be in um a revamp of Charlie's Angels. Nice. But they also put in um what's her name? Kirst is it Kirsten Stewart, the girl that's in um Twilight. Dracula. Yeah. yeah. 
I think she's so boring. Dull, dull, dull. I'm just yeah, like I thinking. See I'm seeing now. Lupita. I'm like, yes. And I'm seeing her next to Lupita and then whoever the third person is. I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah, it's not gelling for me right so now. So it's in the light because I'm happy for Lupita. Lupita. But Kirsten is just too mad boring to me. Mad, yeah, mad, mad, ditto. So I, I, I don't know. So as I said, it's not fully, fully confirmed. But yeah, so that's that's my you are into the light minus kiddohood. <laughs> that show was actually made yeah, me think about day, it. Yeah, but um, I guess I'm pleased for Noel anyway. I guess that was one of his seminal pieces of work that people remember him for so i guess he's gonna get a check for that so well done to him um so shady corner now i want to talk I, le- I left um a status on my facebook status mm-hmm. so you know the d challenge thing that's been going around mm-hmm. yeah so like i'm noticing after it certain comments from certain individuals or certain people saying how they they don't like it and that, you know, it's um, ruining the kids or influencing the kids in um, a negative way. Because mm-hmm. obviously it's on social media, the kids will get to see it. And I thought to myself, what is this foolishness? Do you understand that the person that made it is a grown person? Mm. And if anyone was to sing it, it should be a grown person. And I don't, to me, it just sounded like, again, respectability, politics, like, it's not up to this adult to raise your child. It's up to you to guide your child so they make good decisions. So if you see your child on the internet mimicking the D challenge, somewhere along the line, you've messed up. Yeah. Because I saw a lot of things. I'm sure you saw a lot of things when you were younger and knew it wasn't for you. Yeah. However, you weren't going to go out there and do it. Yeah. Because you knew that your parents had raised you better not to be involved in things that don't in, in, involve you because yeah. you're, you're a child. Yeah. So I still have that same thinking in regards to this. So if Erica Badu, Michael Blackson or whoever it is wants to do that, I ain't got a problem with that. They're talking about grown adult things. They're grown adults. Mm. So for you to kind of connect that to how it's going to affect your children, to me, is ridiculous. And what I did notice is that a lot of people were more annoyed at the fact that certain celebrities who they considered A-list, people like Sinead Latham, um, Gabrielle Union, even Erica Badu, who they considered A-list and like, you know, oh, they shouldn't be doing that because they're of a certain, you know, certain bracket of celebrity. Yeah. It brings down their brand and they shouldn't be doing this, that. And I'm like, are you mad? I'm like, do you know what these people get up to behind closed doors? Mm. They're mm. probably singing all sorts of things and people going in at Issa Rae, which made absolutely no sense to me because the way Issa's introduced herself to the world, like all of her material has been literally based around love relationships and definitely sex like the whole of insecure is literally one big d challenge yeah so if you are annoyed at her doing that what what then don't watch insecure ever again because season two in itself is a complete dick challenge i have to yeah i have to say do you know what it is i have to say that i understood where i think there's two issues Mm. i don't like if people were just saying it about the respectability politics side of things, which is, oh, I mean, it's so crass. Oh, my God. Mm. How could they be doing that? Oh, gosh, it shows black women in such a terrible light. Then that's like, yeah, get that's the heck what out I was, of I was, here. Oh, like, but I do understand, though, not that they are holding themselves out to be any kind of role models. And yes, like you said, you know, people need to not let their children just have access to whatsoever 
and just consume whatsoever and thus be influenced by whatsoever. But unfortunately, because of the way, like for instance, mm. Instagram, I don't, I don't know. I mean, is there a way to put mm. an age filter on Instagram? No. Do you know what I'm saying? So if somebody's 14 and they've got Instagram and maybe 14, maybe you don't even really know what insecure is. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So, but then you see, and you know, Instagram things go viral and then you go on to, you click the hashtag of D challenge, maybe not knowing what it is mm. or the P challenge. And then you see a black woman doing it mm. and she's saying certain things and you see someone like, you know, Regina Hall doing it. And do you mm. know what I mean? You think, oh, but I know her face from some mm. films and stuff. There is the potential for influence mm. and that influence may not necessarily be positive. Mm. So I got it from that, but I don't want to conflate the two issues right. of that, which is a potentially negative outcome for when people are just like, Oh, they just shouldn't be doing it. Mm. Like I, I get both sides kind of thing. I think, um, what irritated me more was a conversation that I got into on Facebook. And in the end, I just went back and deleted it because I can't have conversations with people that don't really know how to converse. Right. <laughs> and it's just like, somebody put up a meme about, it said, it said, and I'm paraphrasing, black people doing the, doing the P or the D challenge, but don't want to do the, unity build and come together challenge oh fuck off do you know what that was just so asinine to me it was just so basic it was just so you know that you you can't even say it's flawed thinking it's just so basic mm, mm. and you know funnily enough it's one of those things that you're not even sure if a black person put it together that's <laughs> the sort of thing that you can imagine yeah you know some racist tired ass putting together mm, mm. to make black people look but why how, where is the sense in it? And so I, I commented, I was like, but what black people? And how do you yeah. know that the people who partook in that haven't done anything on the other side, like you're saying about unity, building and come together? Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Why does it have to be either or? Why are there such the extremes? And why, you know, why are you using it to say black people? Like it's all black people. It's yeah. just, it was so dumb. I couldn't even break it down. It's like when, you know, when you hear, oh, black people are thieves and all black people are is that how you think of us it's not even do you know what i just i mean like him saying that is no different to a racist white man having you know these ideas about how black people are you've actually just done the exact same thing exactly but it was even more it was even more like you know just those stupid tired ass memes like oh um black people black people will will um black men will queue for trainers mm. but won't queue for parents evening oh. like how do you know the same man that wasn't in the queue for the new trainers didn't the next day go do you see what i'm saying it just it just it create it it, it tries to create this false mm. equivalency mm. or this false dichotomy and it's just it's only designed for one thing to make black people look as though they're kind of base mm. when the only thing that's base and basic is the meme and the people that are clicking like, yeah, 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 it's true. How is it true? I always wonder the people who post that, like, what are you doing then? I don't understand. Like, even if what they, you, what, but, your, what is your contribution? Right. And even if they are, even if those people are doing 
X amount and so much? How do they know that the people who are maybe queuing for trainers, queuing for mm. iPhones if they want to, why are you trying to make that out like that is some kind of some kind of stain on their character or that is the sum of them. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? It's like when you're saying, oh, people doing the pussy challenge, but they're not doing the build and hope. And how do you know they're not? Why are you just tarring them with, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Issa Rae is not just the sum of a black woman who went and done the dick rap online. Mm -hmm. That's completely not the sum of her. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? So I just. This is like, she wasn't she, she how much she gave? A large sum of money to basically Issa Rae's like she does she's been doing charity work I can't remember it but the, the thing is she doesn't she shouldn't doing. need to prove and that then, but that's the thing it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna use memes like that then and use her as an example of that then why do you not then mention all the good stuff that she's been doing like why do you only gravitate towards something that you deem to be negative you know do you know what it's just it's just people trying to come across all pastoral and and, but this is preachy. it and that's I can't I actually cannot take it yeah, it I drives can't. me mad I and I, I think what I drove me mad the most just... especially when it's like oh it's Erica Badu and blah 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 like uh, listen I this, listen I get if someone's saying I just don't agree with it Mm, that's, that's fair fine. Enough. You can you can not agree with that's, that. That's if it just ends like there. It, yeah, if it just it ends it there, kind of, I know you know I don't expect everybody to because I know certain people that don't just like to find you know that kind of language quite crass and it just yeah. doesn't gel with them, which is totally fine. And that's a fair enough yeah. reason to have that kind but of. But to review. kind of be like oh picking out certain people because you think that they're this way and I'm like you don't know these people personally That's how do you know once you've stopped watching their rom-coms once you stop listening to their finger clicking music and their burning incense music and their flipping and your Dwelle albums that they ain't out there on the street as ratchet as hell twerking in the clubs doing whatever how do you know they're not doing that exactly you look don't know nothing this, about look them this guy from Glee he was probably oh, thank playing you. Some, uh, My playing man some is on there on some character. wholesome, yeah, wholesome show. But is that they're clicking and and downloading porn, pornography? Not just oh, pornography, oh, child pornography. Three year, three and five year olds. Like, disgusting. Come on, you don't know these people. Right. So if you're worried, but don't be concerned about them. Be concerned about making sure that you've put enough sense in your child to know. Look, there's every chance that you're going to see all all manner of shit online I, I i can't control that however yeah. what i can control is the fact that when you see certain stuff i don't want to see you i don't want to see none of my offspring on the internet you don't just copy it blindly grown stuff yeah because don't you, copy you it ain't blindly. grown it pay no bills in here go to school read your books that's what you're supposed to do and if you're telling your child that i can almost guarantee you they won't partake in that they'll see it because like i said you can't control that but they won't partake in that and that's the black bottom line. So get off your high horse with Erica Badu and Sonata Get Nathan off your and blah, high blah, blah, blah. horse. That is it. You ain't running. You ain't paying their bills. They don't owe you nothing. They're run, living their lives. You lot live yours. Yeah. So I, I want to put somebody else into the light. Who's that? Stella McCartney. What's she done? I've never rated you, Stella. You putting her into the light? Into the shady corner. Into the shady corner. I've never rated you. Let me tell you something. Just because you got jowls like your dad, oh, your saggy face. I listen. I can't what take she, what these she... people. She Go and see her new banging. collection. Oh man, is it more? Cold? Oh, with the with the the kente cloth and everything. It's not even kente. What she is just it? Using Ankara. Just oh, there making snap. dresses anyhow. 
Mm-mm. Ask me how many. About. Ask me how many after using what we would now mm. call African prints, an African style. Yeah. How many African models did you send down the runway? Just bear in mind, this is Stella McCartney because she's a McCartney mm. who drew for Naomi Kate et al yeah. for her for her graduation show. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is when you're pulling in yeah, favors yeah, yeah. when you want to have certain black faces. Yeah. But now when you're pimping what we all know to be African style and fashions and prints in your dresses Mm -hmm. that are going to sell for God knows what, how many models of African descent were on your one? One! (laughs) (laughs) Only one. Just the one? And that's why Stella McCartney, you and your saggy face (laughs) should go directly a shady corner because I've had enough <laughs> I've had enough There's been a lot just going on using <laughs> Africa Africanness black and blackness when it benefits you mm. but really there's no love for it there's no love for the true essence of it if there was never if there was ever a time mm. when the call for diversity is sky high, yeah. is now. Combine that with the designs and the, the print that you're choosing to use. Anyone with an ounce of sense mm-hmm. would have thought to themselves, you know what? It's 2017. This is my 2018 collection. Let me be forward thinking. <laughs> Let me call up a Leomi Anderson. Let me call up certain other Jordan, Jordan Dunn's, mm-hmm. you know, London girls, London models. And get them down because this is this has got such an an ethnic vibe. To it. Oh, look, at, <laughs> look at this material. You know there was even if she said it like that to herself. An ethnic vibe. Oh, stop. Even if she's talking like that to herself. Yeah. She didn't do it. I'm sick of you. Do I'm you know what's ne- interesting? I'm going like... to just go back to where I started. I've never rated you, Stella <laughs> McCartney. And it's interesting because like Paris Fashion Week, a lot of the designers have had like wall-to-wall black girls asian girls because we're in fashion right now i think because a lot of people have been making a lot of noise about diversity you've got edward Enninfall, like you know head of vogue now and or british vogue rather so i think celine used uh, mary j mary j blige as uh, music for the models to come down to mm-hmm. there was another show which looked amazing I'm trying to find it now um and they just had wall-to-wall black girls they had asian girls in there so clearly someone is listening clearly not St- Stella isn't paying attention no, you're, not. you're just being you're just you're, you're just being willfully obtuse yeah she's now. like picking and choosing oh I'll, I'll have the ethnic stuff but i won't actually have different and that's why i just don't rate it in it no i don't think that's gonna work that's why i don't rate it so she's definitely in shady corner yeah so have you got anyone that you want to put in shady corner no just those people i talked about with their fucking (laughs) language law dwelle listening finger clicking (laughs) bloody dashiki wearing you know i'm so spiritual i'm just (laughs) so spiritual you know When I have, you know, that special person that, you know, I, I sleep with, you know, it's just like a spirit, a spiritual thing. And like, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, on that happy note, <sighs> not, we're going to okay. leave you guys. Make sure you rate, listen, subscribe to this podcast, Two Girls and a Mic. And we'll be back next week, y'all. Yeah.